0: Welcome to the Tales of Fatherhood podcast. I am Daniel Davila, and this is actually going to be the inaugural episode of Tales of Fatherhood. So if you're joining us, we appreciate that. And I want to remind everybody, actually, what is going to be a common event here is letting you guys know this is just a memoir of experiences and live accounts of fatherhood wins and fails. Sacrifices and greed, and lessons learned through a narrative absolutely not designed to give advice. So I want you guys to know that. Take that from me. I Promise you, do not try what we're doing at home. All right. So a little bit about me. Again, my name is Daniel Davila, and I am currently an educator. I have a degree. I have a bachelor's degree from Texas A and M San Antonio, and a master's degree in educational administration. And right now, I'm pursuing a PhD at UTSA for educational leadership. Yeah, this podcast has been something I've been thinking about for a long time and I just didn't know how to, I didn't know how to put it together. I think it was something that my dad and I had been discussing for a while. And uh, here we are. And we'll get more into that a little bit later. So to let you guys know, this podcast needs, absolutely needs a North Star. We need somebody to write us when we're getting off track. And for that, I brought in the one man With uh, enough wisdom to keep this going, I want to welcome my father to the podcast, Martin Davila. He
1: said wisdom. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I know
1: <laughs> you're, you're counting on me to have some of that right <laughs> I really hope you, you better have yeah. it. anyway I'm Martin I'm his father a little bit about myself Daniel was born he was not born with an instructor's manual so I kind of did the best with him that I could kind of well I kind guess he's all right <laughs>
0: <laughs> I guess we did the we're doing the yeah, best I, now uh, that we can <laughs> I
1: guess I went off by introduction let me introduce myself first okay so anyway my name is Martin um, ex-firefighter. I'm a firefighter for 30-somewhat years. I now work for the college here in San Antonio. I have a bachelor's degree and a couple associates. And that's about it about me. Nothing too exciting right there. What's really exciting is this podcast, what we're going to be doing here. So I'll let Daniel continue on. What are no, we doing a, here?
0: Yeah, no, that's a, that's a really good question. So like I was saying before, this is something that like... The way that I want to tell you or explain it to everybody is that this is a love letter to my son. So I just recently had a kid, found out in October that I had gotten my wife pregnant. And nine months went by. And on June 10th, uh, my life changed completely. And like I had said before, like I'd been wanting to start a podcast and I was leaning towards something like a movie review podcast because like I'm a huge Marvel fan. Like, and I love all different types of movies. It's, It's just something that like, just, it's just a huge hobby I have. So I was leaning towards doing like a movie review podcast, but then I had my son and I realized something. I said that I wanted this to be a love letter to my son or what I affectionately call a millennial memoir. So this is it. This is going to be me. And this is for my son in the future. If he ever needs advice and I'm not around to give it to him, hopefully he can look back on these and just, Look for the deeper meaning within these stupid conversations between my father and I. And also, it's a way for him to get to know his grandpa. I think my dad has a lot to offer, too. He fucking better. <laughs> Why are I you thought here? we weren't supposed to cuss. Well, we can cuss every <laughs> once in a while. You better peep that out. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you here?
1: Uh, for me, it's interesting that, first off, I, you know, this is my first grandson, Parker. And I really want him to know me. And right now, as as small as he is, he doesn't really know me. But when he's about 10, 15 years old, he's going to be able to listen to this. And he'll get to know me because I hope to be myself in this podcast. And hopefully he'll be able to learn some stuff out of it, of life. Mm -hmm. Some important things that I found to be interesting and important and fun too. That's what's important to me, You know that he gets to know me. One day I won't be here, but he'll be able to listen in. He'll be able to listen into my point of view and some things and your point of view and, and some things. And then he'll be able to make his own decisions. Mm-hmm. And hopefully he'll make a lot better than us because that's what we all strive for. All parents strive for that.
0: No, you're right, man. we I made I can think of tons of mistakes that I've made up to this point and I'm only 34. You know, I can't think about the mistakes you've made. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing I traveled all over the world and they're spread yeah. out. Everywhere. <laughs> they're spread out over. Not I mean, too many witnesses. You made, <laughs> you made international <laughs> mistakes. <laughs> oh my God. Not too many witnesses. Oh, wow. Yeah, but that's this type of podcast, Parker. So <laughs> the other thing, too, that I think inspired me to want to make this podcast, I think it was the events of 2020. Well, actually, no, I think it culminating in the events of 2020, but the buildup was everything from the last four years and just how like polarizing certain subjects are like in the world right now. And I think that you or you as a parent too, like you have to introduce, you have to talk about these topics to your kids. Again, this is not an advice show, like at all. There is no, nothing in here that tells you do what I'm doing, but I'm just going to tell you how I'm tackling it I hope to be like some good advice or not. And I just told you, I'm not going to give you advice. Hopefully there's just going to be some good approaches that I'm taking. And you're also going to probably hear shit from me that you're probably not going to agree with or like. So all I know is this is that I want to make sure that I'm telling my son what's right and what's wrong. And he gets that out of this is I want a productive member of society that is filled with love and compassion for other people. That's what I want. What do you want? What do you want for him from you? I know you wanted to know you're goofy, but what is Jay, what no you not just him? that, you know, not <laughs> more I'm a lot the whole deeper. The reason than goofy. I'm here is to make sure he knows I'm funny.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you said something interesting right there about wanting him to know what's right and wrong. I think that's important. We're gonna teach him what's right and wrong, but more important than that, let him know that he's going to have choices. And it's the choices that he makes is going to define him. And it's going to determine
0: like whether he's going to enjoy life or not. Oh, you're right. Because it's like you play this game of life, right? We all play it. It's like we all can think back to a decision we made that was like, oh, well, if I would not have gotten on that plane, maybe I would have, what would I have been doing, you know?
1: Or in the backseat of a pickup truck or station <laughs>
0: wagon. <where you're- laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you're terrible. We'll talk about that later. High school <laughs> I'm sure, I think I was the result of that station <laughs> wagon joke. Anyway, moving on. We'll tell you guys that later. So, anyway, <laughs> you want him to know right and wrong. Right and wrong. He's got to learn you, right and wrong, but most important, that he chooses. Right. But do you agree, though, the, that right and wrong is different now than what it was growing up for you? Yes. So, how old are you? Easy. <laughs> we have to go to that as the first oh, episode. Now let's do it. <laughs> no, we're rounding third base. <laughs>
1: How I mean, old are I, you? I'm Fifty-nine years old. Uh, of course, a lot of things are so different. So you were born in
0: what? Sixty-seven. Six. Well, you, you you teach math, right? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a I'm not a calculator. <laughs> sixty-one. You're, you're born at sixty-one. Oh. <laughs> yes, that's the, whoa! It's not You're that older bad. Than I thought. All right, no. and
1: that's what's going to be interesting too. You know, to let give Parker the insight on what it is like growing old, because you know we're growing old. And I remember when I was young, your age or even younger, and seeing old folks out there, right? Mm-hmm. And wow, they're old and they're so old-fashioned. But let me tell you, I'm I'm there now. Oh no, you, people! No, no, you've been there. <laughs> well, I'm admitting it this time.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: but it's different because in our minds. In my mind, I'm still, I think I can do what I was doing back then, but I can't, mm-hmm. you know? So I want Parker to know that as he grows older, it's not that he's going to get smarter, wiser, or maybe wiser, but he's still going to be who he is when he was little. I'm still the same. We don't change. It's just our bodies that change.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Somehow I don't know. I want to let Parker know that, you know. So <laughs> he wants, to, he wants you Parker. to know. You start you- off in Pampers and you end up in Pampers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wearing Pampers yet. He's about seven years away from that. <laughs> I'm about seven years away from making depends trips <laughs> to HEP. <laughs> but you know, I'm one of those lucky ones though, really.
1: Mm-hmm. Have you ever that? noticed like old folks, how they wear the pampers and you can tell like their, their pants are really big and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you can like tell that they're, they're wearing pampers. Well, that's pre 2010. Mm-hmm. After 2010, there was a whole revolution in adult diapers. Now they're making them thin. They even make them with designs oh. on them. <laughs> they,
0: oh wow, it's,
1: it's exciting, you know, because Do they now, have
0: dinosaurs. <laughs> I'm look cool in them. They're no longer gonna be those big old like, bulky things, you they're, know. They're adult pampers. <laughs> that, like instead of dinosaurs, they have like pictures of 401ks. <laughs> <on them. laughs> See, even for your pampers, <laughs> they give they give stock advice.
1: <laughs> well, you never know what's gonna happen by the time Parker gets there. When you were little, when you were in pampers, they only had one size. Yeah, and they just awesome. you just stuff it's, you in there, right? Yeah, For Parker, he, they got one, two, three, four swat swatters and about
0: the stuff situation. like that. Oh. I don't know because I don't even know because I don't even understand it. My wife, my wife is the one that always buys them. I was trying to put that bad boy in newborns, like when he was three months old. <laughs> <laughs> he looks cool. Like, why does it all? Look like, <laughs> like why why does he look like a think a chorizo man, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> a, a Russian bodybuilder? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What did you used to say? You used to say, like, have you ever taken Play-Doh in your hand and squeezed oh, yeah. it? <laughs> you take the Play-Doh? You squeeze it. That's what Parker looked like in a newborn.
1: Oh, okay. God. All right, yeah, right. Yeah, Let's yeah, get no. back on track. No, here. no, I'm
0: not making fun of you, Parker. i just thinking you just look back at photos of yourself. You'll laugh. <laughs> okay. He did not look like a chorizo, by the way. No, no. But no. anyway, <laughs>
1: what are we saying about... The Pampers, when Parker gets to be that age, I wonder what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. What?
0: Look, what do you mean?
1: Well, look at how far we've come in adult Pampers now. Imagine in 2050 when he's going to be my age. No,
0: 2060. I feel like there's going to be the same thing. It's going <laughs> to be the same thing. Well, maybe there'll be more absorbent. Pamper technology has not changed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, all right. Back on track. <laughs> okay. Focus, focus, yeah, focus, focus, focus. All right. So anyway, yeah. So in the end of the day, this is 100% for my son. And we have a lot of different subjects I think we want to talk about. And so since my father and I don't know like how this is going to go, we're totally flying by the seat of our pants. We don't know if this is like going to be a thing for us or is this just going to be like a weekly thing or I don't know. So what we did is we just came up with like. A few different topics that we feel are the most important thing, or excuse me, that I feel is the most important thing for Parker to get out of this. So if, if we are 100% committed to at least these 12 episodes where we touch on a lot of different subjects, I think, and I keep saying, I think. I think you do. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and be ready because uh, we're going to be talking about things for Parker, but we're going to go off on this wacky things out of the blue. Like. We just did with Pampers. 10 minutes on
0: Pampers. Yeah, we God. did. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? I <laughs> so know. Be ready for that kind of stuff. <laughs> but some of the things that I want him to know, especially things that have changed from even when I was growing up, because obviously they've changed for you because you're a lot older than I am, you know, but well, no, of course. I mean, you're, you're much older than I am. <laughs> not that much. I mean, <laughs> I'm i being excited. It's, it's, it's like you make Fuel it sound injection like. injection is a thing now. Like I mean, it's, it's not even a thing anymore. You know? <laughs> We don't have to pump the gas. (laughs) (laughs) One of the subjects that I want to talk to my son about is like relationships. I truly in my heart think I graduated high school, first of all, in 2005. So I truly in my heart think that the way you approach relationships now are completely different than how you approach relationships in 2005, which are 100% different than how you approach relationships in 1942. (laughs) <laughs> Just hit him with a,
1: over the head with a baseball bat and yeah. drag him.
0: <laughs> oh my.
1: Which is improper and wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We're, we're going to beep that one out. You can't so say anyway. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. It is different. I can only tell you about what my experience was back in the day and what I saw when I was a uh, middle aged. you know, mm-hmm. and to be proud i was right now, I really don't care.
0: Like. What the relations are like, but you would know more about that. I know. Listen to you on that. For example, right now, there's like the hashtag Me Too movement came out. Was it women's rights or a big deal right now? Like pay, equal pay, and I don't know what that has to do with relationships, you know? But uh, I yeah, say I, like I kind of went out there. I kind of went <laughs> hashtag Me Too. Yeah, right? know, it's right? not a relationship. <laughs> well, what I was what I was getting at with the Me Too thing is that like sometimes we're gonna have, we're gonna have to have that talk with my son. I think that like no means no, it's has to go deeper than that. It can't just be that anymore. I have to educate him about like alcoholic situations when you're drunk, you know, like he frankly drunk texting, you know, like letting him know the etiquette of using technology like within a relationship, you know, that stuff that wasn't discussed with me, that stuff that was learned by millennials that we're going to have to pass on to our kids. And there is no rule book on that because it's like (sighs) we have to write that one. Do you agree?
1: I was just thinking like, yeah, I mean, you had to learn it, but it was worse for me because I had to learn it much later in life, in my life.
0: You didn't have to learn it later in life. I did, watch,
1: watch, because watch, you as a millennial, right? As a millennial by, in what, 1990, you were already aware of cell phones-ish,
0: Kind of, yeah. We had the old Nokia.
1: And and you were, how old were you there? You were about like five, six, seven years old, you know? What was cell phones? Your cell phones were computers for that matter. Computers. uh, Okay.
0: So yeah. So we used to have Gateway Gateway 2000 computer. The first one we had, I was fourth grade. It had a floppy disk and uh, uh, yeah. So yeah. Right around fourth
1: grade. So for me, when those started coming, I still didn't know what they were. I didn't get around to computers learning about computers until about 2000. By that time, you already were we knew a lot about computers. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, the kids, the young kids nowadays, like Parker, as soon as he's able to handle a cell phone, you're going to give it to him.
0: Oh, yeah. And he's got to be entertained. Which is also another, yeah, again, the etiquette and how do you use a cell phone? Privacy. I think that's another big thing. Something that, again, I didn't get raised on because right when I was growing up, we had MySpace and that was it. That was our social media, MySpace and text messages with T9. Y'all, I don't know if you guys remember T9 on the Nokia phones. Do you remember that? I do not. When you had the notepad, the actual buttons, it was like one, two, three, and had the letters on it. Oh, yeah. And you had to click
1: it like three times to get the letter you wanted.
0: Yeah. But then there was also the t Never mind. Y'all know what T9 is, but yes, it's something like that. So we didn't have that. My mom didn't have to worry about MySpace. My mom didn't have to worry too much about like who I was texting or... Or anything like that, for that matter. But nowadays, like you're right, Parker, like when he's old enough, is he going to have a phone? Absolutely. But is he going to have a smartphone? I think that's all there is to give him. I don't think there's like, I mean, we could give him like a, an older phone, but if I deny him access to the internet, am I am I taking something really important away from him? that you need to be successful in the society, whether you are a child or an adult, those are all questions that we're going to ask. And we're yeah. going to talk about, yeah. Yeah. like, how do you approach that stuff? You know, again, with privacy, like as a child, like how much privacy does he need to have? I mean, like, like should, I always have access to text messages. Should I have access to, <laughs> to a social media accounts? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But you know, I'm right though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, I think there's that, what was the, What was another episode on there? What else are we talking about? Because we have an episode list we came up with. 4221. Oh, and I just gave the world my passcode. <laughs> Son of a biscuit. Damn it. <laughs> you see? This, oh, swipe up. Swipe up. <laughs> yeah. So we have the episode lists, right? And. So I think one of the things that I'm really, really happy about with the way that these are ordered are the actual episode titles. And I don't want to tell you what all of the episode titles are because i worked really hard, but they're all movie references. So episode one or this particular episode is affectionately titled, Who is your daddy and what does he do? Which is from one of my favorite movies growing up, which is Kindergarten Cop. So that's kind of what we're shooting for here. A lot of the subject matters that we're going to be dealing with inside the episodes Oh, yeah. So cars, like, how did I get a car? All that. Oh, gosh. And one thing that I really want to talk to him about is movies. Movies are like, I think I just got done telling you that it's they mean a lot to me. But one of the things that are important to me about like, about movies nowadays, dad, is there are really good movies that came out when you were growing up, like freaking Star Wars, you know what I mean? Like, was life changing for a lot of people. But if you try to watch that movie now, and you try to Like if you watch A New Hope now, right, with Mark Hamill in the original, those graphics do not hold up. And I would almost venture to say that if a kid watches that show now, because the graphics are so old, that it would take away from the story. What do you think?
1: Grease. That's another good movie. <laughs>
0: <No>. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: <laughs> in other words, what, I... Am I wrong, though? Am I no, wrong? You no, think you're not, do, you're not like, wrong. Like, I'm just... Uh, I just uh, don't know much about the graphic parts of it. And to well, does it look you,
0: like it was made in 1977? Yes. You
1: know, I, I guess I'm going to have to go and find that episode of Star Wars and look at it to see what you're talking about. Cause
0: okay, any movie made in... 19. Well, let's use Grease. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, do you think a five or six-year-old wants to watch the movie Grease? Right nah. Yeah. No, nope. because it's so old. It's boring. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It looks. I mean, it's not that it's not a good story. You know, it's just that a kid doesn't want to sit down and watch those movies now because they're out of date. So there's ways that I want to introduce those movies to my son. Like I have. So like, he's familiar with them. So he's familiar with them. Like uh, uh, I think specifically, what I'm talking about too is Disney movies. Again, I know Fantasia, Snow White, all of those older classic Disney movies, right? I want him to be able to watch and get lost in them like I did, you know? But because they're so old, he may not do it. So I have like a system that I wanna do before I introduce him to say movies like Toy Story or Wally, you know? Right. You know, just so he can appreciate that old stuff. It almost goes the same way with music too, like Journey. I want him to be able to know what like Journey is and Boston and Fleetwood Mac. You know, not this new stuff.
1: You know, on the drive over here, I was thinking about that. It's like, I mean, I got to ask Daniel, if uh, what is today's music like? Like, who is the new journey, the new Boston? Because back then, <laughs> when they came out, we all knew that they were going to be.
0: Yeah, groups. I don't even want to tell you because I'm not even that big of a, I'm not even like a big music listener. Like my wife is. Huge into music. She could probably tell you better than anybody. I mean, if I were to guess, I mean, I, I could tell you I can tell you this. I could tell you the artists that I think are going to be considered legends now. like, I hate to say it, I think Justin Bieber is going to be considered has a lot of music that will probably that'll probably keep going because he just really he has so many number ones, mm-hmm. you know, people like Justin Timberlake was another one, Bruno Mars. There's really not a lot of bands, you know, like what you're used to. There, people don't really make bands anymore. <laughs> <laughs> people don't really make bands anymore. Yeah. yeah. No, they don't make no money. Oh, well, of course they make money. They make nasty money. Really? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I should have I made a rock band when I was younger.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> the other grandpa, he plays guitar and he was in a band. So I think that's one of the things that you're going to learn how to do, Parker, is you're going to learn how to play the guitar. I bought a ukulele for you or for me that I never learned.
1: Ukulele is very much like an electric guitar. You'll be so cool with the girls.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought it was cool.
1: <laughs> and that will lead to the next episode about meeting girls and what's cool and
0: not. Oh yeah. the Ukuleles not cool. <laughs> <laughs> I think that they're cool because you're a Davila and you can make it work. You can make it work. (laughs) I made it work. (laughs) What about the ukulele? We'll get to that. The ukulele episode. Yes. I don't even know if that's on the episode list, but we'll have to do that one for sure. Another thing I wanted you to know, Parker, too, is that this is what I like to call a modern family or like my dad likes to call a modern family. All right. You're going to have multiple grandparents. You're going to have. Like, cause it's not just, it's not just my dad and it's not just my mom. Like you have my dad's wife, you have my mom's husband, Gary, who raised me. He's also your grandpa. You're going to have my wife's family, Christian's family, right? And they're actually not from a, they're not from a broken home. Like we are. Thanks dad. (laughs) (laughs) And I always get blamed for that. (laughs) No, not get, you are blamed for that. (laughs) I was young. (laughs) You have a lot of different perspectives to get some more wisdom and, and see where, if you have any other questions, you know, you got a lot of different people you can reach out to and talk to, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. But most important that he's going to have a, an anchor here. Yes, absolutely. Family. He's got a lot of family around. When you and uh, your sister, Laura, were growing up, you didn't have that anchor. No, we grew up in Cheyenne, Wyoming, where we only had Gary and my mom and each other, my, my sister and I. And actually, you're probably you're going to meet her next week. She's going to be here next week. Not you, Dad. You've already met her. <laughs> I like, am? Speaking to the listener. <laughs> I have a daughter? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> But she's going to be here next week. She's probably going to be a guest on the show. We're going to try to at least try to have her on, and we'll talk about certain things with her too. She'll be here. You're going to meet Gary. He'll be here in November. And uh, hopefully he'll be on. I don't think he's going to want to do anything.
1: (laughs) So I just want to go on record saying so the listeners won't be surprised when they meet my daughter, Laura, or your mother, Sandra. Don't be surprised if I get blamed for stuff. Okay. And they're just not fair to me.
0: They're pretty Let's fair. Like that. I think that they're pretty fair. <laughs> you reap what you sow. <laughs> but we're here. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs>
1: oh. Damn it. It happened 40 years ago. Let it
0: go. <laughs> that was my mom, man. My mom. She's... I think
1: we're going to have to beep that out too.
0: <laughs> no, no. Oh, no. I <laughs> would sting. My mom really. <laughs> she, yeah, she. Like, I think she's still angry sometimes. I think even at the wedding. I know. Whoa. Yeah. I hear the clicking. <laughs> <laughs> I get nervous.
1: I start clicking a pin.
0: I know. I know. You get anyway, nervous.
1: <laughs> let's focus again. I just want to go. Listeners, be fair to me. Remember, I was young, very good looking, and it was the game.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Don't blame the player. <laughs> oh, oh, mom's going to kill you if you hear <laughs> that one. <laughs>
1: we'll, we'll beep that one out. Go
0: ahead. No, we're not leaving that one out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I guess, like I was saying, there is a lot of subject matters out there that we need to disseminate that information to our kids and we need to tell them that in a constructive way, an updated way, you know, so that way they can go on and, you know, they can tackle their own stuff when they start having kids. I can't raise my kids the way that I was raised. Things have changed too much. I mean, I think that that was one of the, one of the, the joys of being a millennial I think we all know is that uh, we got to experience technology like really, really like grow at like this like exponential rate. I mean, we went from, I mean, I don't know. I think it depends on the millennial uh, you talk to. But I, I know I went from like the regular Nintendo, like up to like, what do we have? Like a PlayStation 5 now is coming out. You know, we went from having home phones to wireless home phones to frigging to cell phones. Now we have like a, a damn computer in our pocket. You know, cars now, they're moving on. They're going from gas engines, all the, now we got Tesla, we got electronic cars, like Ford is coming out with a a freaking Mustang SUV. Did you see that?
1: No, 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 I did not.
0: You didn't see the Mustang SUV? No. Oh, well, yeah. Well, they're coming
1: out with one. But for sure, none of the cars are flying yet. However, when Parker gets to be our age.
0: I don't think they'll ever fly. I don't think they'll ever fly. They'll never fly. Well, they, they used to,
1: to say that back in 1980s and well, in 2020, 2025 that cars are going to be
0: flying and stuff like that. Oh, no. They're not. No, I don't think they will. <laughs> I don't think they'll ever be flying. I remember watching a documentary on that, and they were talking about whether or not cars would ever fly. And they said, no, they wouldn't because something about like traffic would have to be so bad on the ground that you would have to have, just like why we built skyscrapers, you'd have yeah, to yeah. build up.
1: And besides that, the wheels, they can get no traction there. <laughs>
0: shut up <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i'm shaking my head right now <laughs> so yeah so no i don't know i wonder what would be the car for him but you know but that's also an episode we're talking about is vehicles is like how i got my first vehicle and you're a big big part of of a lot of that
1: station wagons we're going to talk about station wagons too no we're not going to talk about <laughs> station wagons
0: <laughs> my mom's gonna hear this and she is going to be pissed i'm <laughs> just saying no no
1: no no, not because of that oh my god where's no, your mind okay. where's your mind <laughs> where's your <vibe? laughs> I, I don't know i just got myself a cool van <laughs> <laughs> you know you did you know
0: i love what's 20 your 20 years old man. what's the plan with the van
1: oh the van parker you and i gonna go fishing on that bad boy as soon as I can convince your mama that I am a safe guy to for you to hang out with, me. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. My, yeah, yeah, my wife's kind of on the fence right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got to convince her I'm stable. But once I do that, we we're gonna go fishing. We're gonna go camping. And We're gonna have this van. It's gonna be super cool.
0: That we're gonna carry everything we need. The fishing rods. What is it with your generation? Not trying to sound mean, but what is it with like your generation and wanting to own a van and like? deck it out because that's like a a legitimate thing. Not just you. I've I've seen a lot of over fifties looking for vans. Because that's
1: where we had our first experiences. For real? In
0: station wagons. (laughs) Who would have a van? Oh my God.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, the lucky ones would have a good times machine. You guys Google it. It uh, was made by Ford, I believe. Ford, Good good Chevy, 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 good times machines. They were awesome. Hold on, wait. Came out in the mid seventies or stuff.
0: And I'm Googling it right now. Good times machine.
1: And they, they were just awesome. In the seventies when I was in high school. God, I remember, it's a
0: van. It's a van, <laughs> right? It's a van. It's, fan. it's yeah. super
1: cool. They got the murals on the side. Oh my God. Uh, no moon
0: windows and fish dome windows and stuff. Who owned these? Were these like older people that owned these when you rich were growing up? Oh, rich it was <laughs> a rich thing. Was this? Yeah, no, seriously. Was this like a, yeah, like, yeah.
1: Because there was only one, one guy in school that I knew had kind of like a good times machine that his daddy brought him and i always wanted to hang out with them but they didn't let me <laughs>
0: it's the saddest story i've ever heard you tell me, no me friends. <laughs> 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 supposed to be a funny episode
1: but they never let me because i wasn't cool <laughs> but now let's see who's gonna have the better looking fan johnny <laughs>
0: oh my god wow What's up? Well, uh, the good thing about this podcast is it's also therapeutic. So So, I'm looking at these things. They have like the big eagle on the side of them. They got like the mural, uh, everything. The girl in a a bikini? Uh, No, they don't got that, but (laughs) I'm going to put one in mine. (laughs) Oh my God. I don't know what my wife feels about that. Do you think you're going to put the, you're going to do like a mural on the side? I want to. I want to. Have you talked to
1: artists yet about that? No, not yet. Because, a mural I'd like to put on there. I don't think my wife would let me. So I'm probably going to end up with like a mural of a square, or like a triangle.
0: A mural of a square. Or a triangle. <laughs> Pink float the wall. Oh, Something think like that. that. Okay. Something okay. like that. Okay. okay. Cosmic type of square, you know? Like Here, I'm thinking. A just cube. Gonna, <laughs> a, a equilateral triangle. <laughs> just,
1: <laughs> no, anyway, focus. Okay. Parker, you and I are going to go on this van. We're going to go camping. We're going to go fishing. We're going to go to the coast. We're going to go discover Texas. I'm going to teach you about the Texas history and how we became a part of the United States of America. But before that, everything had happened. There's a lot of stuff that happened around here with the Battle of the Alamo, Battle of Medina, Battle of San Jacinto. I want to go take you to these places and tell you the history when you're little. Because it's something I think it's important for you to know.
0: Texas history is pretty interesting. I remember even being here, like, uh, we would used to come here in the summers as a kid. And you would take us to those places. Like, you took us to the Alamo. And, like, mm-hmm. I remember, you know, they still play that same IMAX Alamo movie at the River Center Mall downtown. Do you know that? The oh, one yeah. that you showed yeah, us yeah, as yeah, a kid? Yeah. They but, still play that thing.
1: you imagine how much money they made out of it? The oh, God. The production cost was, like, maybe, like, $1,000 back maybe? in the
0: day. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I'm like, what the heck? Texas history is extremely interesting. Texas is, is its own, like, there's like an attitude about, like, if you are from Texas, you have like this very independent, like, like you proud. are not, yeah, you're very proud. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: Very proud of, to be Texan. And we are, we mm-hmm. are. And uh, Daniel's just starting to experience it now
0: because uh, he was
1: well, from the, Wyoming.
0: Well, one of the, you want to know one of the things that stood out to me? I don't know if this is a Texas thing or not. It's, it, it sure as shit is a San Antonio thing, is the Spurs. This city loves that team like on another level. I mean, I think that when you come into San Antonio and you talk, you can talk to anybody about the Spurs. Like, I mean, you can talk to, Except for you. (laughs) Not not, not me. Except for you. uh,
1: I know they play basketball because I have to know that.
0: Well, yeah, but I remember being a kid when they made it. Oh, yeah, they had a lot of
1: championships. Well, yeah,
0: when when they made it to the championship the very first time, even you watched it. I think you at least had it on in the background while we were grilling, you know, because it's, it's exciting, you know, to be a part of a city that has a championship caliber team. I think that's cool. But like I was saying, though, that you come here and you'll see that there's a lot of people that... I don't know. They're really, really proud of that team. They're really, really proud of the culture here. Yes, we uh, are. I mean, I think Austin tried to on Twitter. I remember Austin tried to attack you guys, saying they had the better tacos and and that that. <laughs> that.
1: Yeah, did you, did you hear about that? I did not.
0: I yeah, did not. and everyone, and say I just it, had to laugh about that. You know, like, yeah, <laughs> really? <Come> see, on. <laughs> that's the exact reaction everybody had. They're like, yeah, like, no. India. There are no <laughs> You got Sixth Street, that's all. Yeah, <laughs> that's all you got. You, know, you have Sixth Street and UT. And yeah. even then yeah. Austin's still really weird. <laughs> <laughs> and a bunch of weirdos out there. So Yeah. we'll, well beep that up. <laughs> so let's I digress. So how does this pertain to Parker? Oh wait, no, yeah, you were already yeah, talking yeah, about Yeah, Texas. I'm gonna
1: take him to us. Matter of fact, now that you mentioned Austin, another place I want to take Parker to that's really interesting, the city cemetery of Austin. What? Because there's history there, all the history, the history of the people that the founders of our state, mm-hmm. are, so most of them were buried there. And you can oh. actually go to the graves and see where they're buried at. I'll read up more on it when I take part of it, but they're there. Mm-hmm. And that's so interesting to walk through a cemetery on a nice cool afternoon and say, hey, this guy here was the first governor of Texas. No, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God. Oh my God. Hey anyway, Parker, we're going to do a whole bunch of really cool things and fun things in that van and uh, you're going to enjoy it. I'm going to take you all sorts of places and stuff and I'll at the same time, give your mom and dad a
0: break. That's going to be cool because I want to be able to go with you guys too on those adventures. I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm a, I'm a, not a big camper. Like I know my mom and Gary, they're huge campers. They have this like giant mobile home they have like three vans combined into one kind of thing (laughs) like it's it's insane so there's going to be two different types of camping you'll experience and i know gary hanway he that man is like a big big camper too so i think there's going to be a lot of experiences there with him so i on my end like what am i going to give him like as far as like a i can't really give him those like camping things i guess like for us for you can i'll lend you a tent and then, oh, then parking, you get to choose how you like to camp <laughs> with dad or grandpa. <laughs> don't want to go in the good times shag wagon or sleep on the ground. <laughs> You're going to find out that there's bugs in the sand. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I think I want to do for me. I don't know. I've, there's always been this want to build a car, like build a sports car. I've always, always wanted to do that but I don't even know how to work on cars myself, but that's where Rolly, Roland comes in. Rolly. Yeah. That's where he comes in the picture. Cause I think he's helping you with a van, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, you know, I hope like, uh, that's one of the nice things about like our family is we have a lot of people that are very well-skilled in things. Like your other grandpa, Christian's dad is an electrician. You're very really good with your hands, just like with building stuff in general. I'm not really good at building stuff. Like I think I'm very good at like just designing and I could figure it out, you know, just with that experience I had in Romania, but I'm not, I'm no like, like professional at it or anything. So no, I'm glad that he has access to people that, that know this stuff because I think trades like that or learning how to do work like that. I feel like it's going away. I feel like, I'm not sure, but I feel like it's going away. You know, there's a lot more people nowadays that are just willing to pay for that work, you know, versus doing it themselves.
1: That's true. That's true. And you know, a lot of those trades pay very well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Very, very no, well. No, you're right. So,
0: you know, it's a- uh, I have to hire a plumber to go fix my a leak in the bathroom because I refuse to learn how to, how to fix a leak. I refuse to learn how to fix a leak. And Parker, you're going to see that. Like, there's any advice you get off of this episode for my son or my son only is this, pick and choose what you pay for. I refuse to learn how to work with plumbing stuff. So that's uh, I'll pay for a plumber all day to come in and work on that.
1: I'm a big fan of paying for the skilled labor. you know,
0: <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs>
1: well, you, you won't do plumbing. I won't do a lot of things, you know. I just you're just framing. Just I, mean, just, <laughs> I just put the money and tell guys to build the house, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Right now, my, my my wife is uh doing uh the tile work in our bathroom. And I told her she, she went through herself Mama. too. Yeah, she did. And I told her, she went to remodel the bathroom. I said, fine, you put whatever you want on there. But which bathroom? The master bathroom. Mm. She's putting new tile on there and in the closets and all that stuff. And I told her, you know, just go pick the tile you want and then hire somebody to do it. But then when she heard the prices, she says, I ain't paying nobody that, <laughs> that much Why I'm going to do it myself. And, she, and I told her, if you do it yourself, I'm not going to help you. Mm hmm. And she that's did the, exactly she what she's did doing.
0: The, She did the kitchen one, right? She, did, yeah, yeah. The kitchen she did the whole house. Yeah, it came out really good. I think the tile, like that's one that I never learned how to do, but I feel like it's it can't be that hard. I mean, it can't be that hard. <laughs> you just gotta spread some mud on it just and spread some shit. Put, put, put stuff, it on there and like put some more stuff. Tap
1: it down. And
0: <laughs> put some more stuff and voila, you can walk on it.
1: <laughs> so we're gonna teach you all that to Park. Yeah. All that stuff. When mm-hmm. to, knowing when to call a skilled labor yeah, and when not to. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to find out. But then we got to teach them also how to make money. Oh, God. Time, I'm not, right now, I'm not the person to talk to you about that. <laughs> In time, we're going to teach them that.
0: No, but, education. Yeah, you're right. Like, what route are you going to go to make that money? Like, are you going to get a degree? Like, again, we were just talking about trades. Nobody goes into the trades anymore. That's why they're, I mean, they pay so much. There's so few people there now. I mean, like going to become a plumber and electrician, help me out. I think there's another one I'm missing.
1: The, oh, gosh, there's also mechanics. Oh, yeah, mechanics brother, and everything. God, God. Mechanic. yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah. And he's like certified, too. Yeah, he's certified. Yeah, yeah, so he's like a legit mechanic. So, yeah, all those career fields. Like, I mean, I think, you know what I read in my coursework? That there was something that happened in the 80s where there was this huge push in education to push kids towards, towards college. That's right. right. That's right. There was a huge push to get kids to go into college. The push was so great that I think that they almost made it as if like getting an education was greater than being a mechanic or greater than being a plumber. That's right. right? And now we're all starting to realize that that's not the case at all. Like, I mean, like you can go down any route. That's the education system I was raised in. And I think, I don't know about you, if you were, if did you come up with that? Did they push college on you guys in high school a lot or no?
1: No, not really. They just want us to get out there. Get your GED and life's good. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and you got that girl pregnant,
0: get a job. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so, like, that's one of the things we need to talk to about. That's also another thing that's changed. And I don't think that's on the episode list, but at some point, we'll we're definitely going to have to talk about that because – I mean, there are some very, very well-paying jobs out here. Like you're gonna go, you can go be me and be a teacher and make fifty grand a year, and then you're gonna be unhappy in about four years. No, not speaking for all <laughs> teachers, <laughs> but myself only. You know? can
1: you can you imagine Parker sitting there at 15 years old hearing this episode, and we're talking about him going to college or being a trades? Dude, what the hell are you guys thinking? Dad? At 15 <laughs> years
0: old, he'll probably be making fifty grand a year as a part-time McDonald's it's worker. McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, you know, like oh, assistant I mean, manager. <laughs> he probably will cost a cost of living yeah. inflation. you will probably be making 40 grand a year. Just yeah, no, no, it's, it's a lot. Right. So, so, but anyway, so guys, this is what we're going to be talking about. This is us. This is what we have to offer. This is my dad and me. you will see an occasional guest here and there. And I guess the last uh, thing I want to say Is that once again, this is not meant to be an advice show. Not at all. No, this is a millennial memoir for my son for the future. And I think that's beautiful. And dad, I'll leave you with the last word. Last word. The last word. Okay. All right. And that's the last word. All right. We want to thank you guys for joining us in the very first inaugural episode of Tales of Fatherhood. And uh, we look forward to talking with you about all these really interesting subjects. So for now, I'm Daniel Davila. I'm Martin Davila. All right. You guys stay classy.